hello. Welcome to another episode of Make Better. Adam and I are here again, calling in, tuning in from New York. New York. From New York. Again, New York. That's the coffee. Coffee and water. Yeah, she got a coffee. (laughs) Adam is still here. He has survived the first couple days, which is great. Um, so lots of other fun stuff. Any any highlights of the trip so far, Adam? I got to go and pretty much see every park in the city so far except Central Park. Except Central. So, do that tomorrow. Yeah, Central Park is on the agenda in Grand Central Station. And then that pretty much covers most of the big places. You've done it all. Parts of New York. I've done New York. You've done it. I've you lived, are New York. I am You New are York. Brooklyn. You are New York. I, New York <laughs> is me. I am New, New York. New York is me. Um, awesome. All right. Well, today we are going to be listening to a couple ads on one specific podcast in particular, the Always Sunny podcast. Uh, you said you're not a big fan of Always Sunny. You haven't watched it before? Well, I, I would love to be a fan. All right, we'll watch I've it. Just, I've just never, never seen it. Never watched it? I, this is one of those content, you know, pillars that existed that I've just never gotten into. Yeah. And everybody talks about it. Uh, I think I kind of fell in this weird year gap where I was born just slightly too late to be an mm. Always Sunny fan. Or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. You'll watch it and you'll never look back. Um, okay, so the interesting things about the three ads we're going to listen to. Um, everybody knows Always Sunny is an actual TV show. They have a podcast. Another great way where we're seeing content from certain medium translate into another medium. So they're commentating, commentarying on the actual show themselves. Um, but every single one of these ads were simulcast ads. What can you tell us about simulcast ads? Yeah. So from an advertiser's perspective, simulcast ads are really interesting because at least on the YouTube portion of the podcast where it's a video side, you can incorporate other elements into the ads like a visual. And so simulcast is? It's when an ad is placed on both the audio feed of a podcast and on the video feed of a podcast, which is typically hosted on YouTube. So shows like uh, Flagrant 2, a comedy podcast, or Always Sunny, or... I think Joe even does it too, but they have YouTube. The same episodes are show. You yeah, can Joe watch them on YouTube. Yeah, okay. You can watch them on YouTube and you can watch them or just listen to them. Exactly. And so, as an advertiser, one of the things that you can ask a podcast that does a simulcast is they have a YouTube component. Oh, what about on screen logos? What about showing mm-hmm. off the product during the ad read? Sometimes podcasts will actually do two different ads one for video and one for audio, and the audio one will sound different, whereas the video. They'll take more time to like show you a brand yeah. rather than just tell you about it. Wow. And and it can be really impactful and converting. And there's more nuances to how the descriptions work on YouTube versus yes. on audio because you have the privilege and the opportunity to do a pinned comment on YouTube where yeah. it has the link. People can comment. It, YouTube is a really huge opportunity proponent in the podcast world that is doing a lot of good for yeah. and more brands being able to get better conversion value sometimes out of YouTube than just on the well, and that's the interesting thing. So Podscribe, we just launched our modeled YouTube conversion or conversion modeling inside of our dashboard. So now when you run a simulcast ad, you can see both the actual downloads and the conversions from the RSS feed, but also what that would be modeled out for YouTube, um, which is really interesting. A lot of nuances there because YouTube doesn't give you those numbers. Um, yeah, but hopefully in the hopefully future. in the future. Yeah. Um, but for the most of, uh, for a lot of the episodes, they are the same. It's the same RSS feed and it's the same YouTube. Um, so the ads are placed the same, which makes it so that you could do those model conversions. But the really interesting thing to what you said is that there's I'm sort of a believer of this. I almost feel like YouTube should be getting a little bit more credit than it like it might not should almost be more of a one to one model. Because if I'm watching YouTube, I'm or I'm watching the Always Sunny 
podcast, but I'm watching the YouTube version of that episode. I like watching it, right? Like there'd be no reason for me to just like pull up YouTube and listen to it. And so if I'm watching it, I'm either on my phone or my computer, which I think when they somebody hears an ad, they're probably a little, it, it would be easier for you to go, oh, let me just go search that versus you listening to the podcast while you're driving in your car and you sure have got to make a mental note. So I think that's one of the interesting things. And I think you sort of hit on that. There's a lot of other stuff you can do from a video content perspective, but I think there's higher likelihood for the audience that's listening to it to be more engaged because actually watching it rather than just passively listening. There's a lot of nuance, even down to how you look at views versus download mm. on a podcast. You might have 100,000 downloads, but really only 4,000 listens so far because a lot of people have downloaded the episode, mm. haven't listened to it yet. When you look at the view count on YouTube, those are people that have actually started and hit play on yeah. the episode. So it's a little clear indicator of how many listens you've actually yep. already mm. gotten, which is part of the reason why I think a lot of brands that are new to podcasting are like, oh, well, why isn't this hitting right away? Well, yeah, sure, you have 100,000 downloads of that episode that your ad's in, but not everybody's listened to it yet. They might listen to it in a month from now. Oh, listen very true percentage of them will listen to it right away youtube tends to live a lot shorter content on youtube hits really quickly really fast and then dies off a little well, and a view is a view somebody actively exactly. watched it it's not i pushed play and i stopped and they're going to yeah. count that necessarily as view whereas to your point i could have downloaded the episode i could have played it for one minute that's what the iab considers an actual download is mm -hmm. for one minute and then i could have completely left it and that still would have been counted as a download so views are totally different in our yeah it is a little bit different but the other piece too that is really interesting going back to your conversion modeling uh point is it's one-to-one -one, or it could be more or it could be less and here's the nuance so on podcasting podcasting is a very u.s audience mm -hmm. over 80 percent of podcast listenership i'm pretty sure is u.s based mm -hmm. uh, or quite high whereas on youtube actually maybe not your podcast might have a 90% US-based audience, but your YouTube channel might only have a 40%, 50% US audience. It's a much more global medium. So sometimes it's important as an advertiser to pay attention and ask the channels that you're advertising with, well, what are your YouTube demographics? Wow. Like? Oh. Just what are your podcast demographics? like? Because those can be two totally different answers yeah. and drastically impact conversions. I mean, either way you should ask, but there yeah. is a difference between what in the like podcast audience and demographic compared to the YouTube? The the data is just a little bit different. I do believe and I hope and my fingers are crossed and praying that eventually we will have pixel-based access to YouTube analytics, similarly to how we have pixel-based attribution on podcasting to tell a fuller story. <laughs> so anyways, awesome. a lot of nuance. Yeah, no, <laughs> great. Um, Good intro. Okay, so the Always Study podcast, we're going to be um listening same Ad, or same show, three different ads on this show. So the first um, ad run was to from the company Viore. They have that awesome gym, new style, sort of Lululemon workout mm -hmm. clothes. We've got Factor, which is, I believe, a meal prepping mm -hmm. model subscription box. And then we've got Huel, which is like a, you know, a health food sort of alternative protein shake thing. So, all right, let's start with Viore. It's a Viore. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel inspired by the active coastal California lifestyle. I love, I love, 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 love Viore. It's amazing. 
I do have a question. Oh, maybe your question is about how they're so well-made and flattering yet comfortable, um, so you want to change out of whatever you're wearing right then and straight into the Viore. No, no, I'm not unclear about that. That's all perfectly clear to me. And now that you are reminding me, I'm going to change into my Vioris as, as soon as this podcast is over and get a little more comfortable. Um, maybe your question's about how they're offsetting 100% of their carbon footprint and 100% of their plastic footprint from 2019 and beyond? No, uh, I was not wondering about that, but is that for real? Because now I am. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So, what was your question then? Why is it pronounced Viori? <laughs> yeah, because like look at the letters, like we're Viori. I'm not seeing an E in there at all. You know, I'm seeing lots of other vowels, but so where are they getting the E sound? This is a V U. Yeah. Apparently, it means a mountain in Finnish. You're finished. Um, <laughs> well, Viori is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they're offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sunny pod. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash sunny pod. Yeah, not only are you going to receive 20% off with your first purchase, but you're going to enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders uh, over 75 bucks and uh, free returns. So uh, go to viori.com slash sunnypod and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. You're going to like it. I fucking love that. I give that immediately a 10 out of 10. I don't even care. That was awesome. Yeah, that was so good. He just sounds like they're having fun. I love the like, it almost feels like the one person doesn't even realize there's an ad happening. The other person yeah. like, oh, let's get this back on track. I bet you're wondering, you're asking about how great the- it was so staged and yeah it's staged funny it's engaging that's it's exactly like, how they are too like it, in okay. the show like charlie's sort of the one that's like doesn't really ever know what's going on and so and so when she's asking these questions she's like he's like no like that wasn't my question and then he asked the stupidest question yeah. why is it you know called theory yeah. yeah well meanwhile she's actually sharing the information that's like relevant yeah um no, I, I love ads like this because it's a fun banter and it, it's content, right? Yeah. You're like, I'm just sitting back and you're like, oh, they're being ridiculous. And especially if it is who their characters are in their show or who they are just in real life, it makes sense. And and the listeners will get perfect, perfect example of make content, not ads. So, so far, I, I'm definitely enthralled by it. And I love that they're bantering about things that are probably not in the talking points, like the name of the brand yeah. and why there's, yeah. they're just having fun. So if conversation. You're, you're probably like, uh, I don't need to skip this. It's still funny anyway. It's it's him. It's yeah. still funny. It's exactly Charlie. Um, I love that about it. I also thought, I mean, the question answering, we've we've seen ads like that. I think with the Hallie Mandel, he did them with Rocket Money yes. where he was she was asking questions and he was answering her or vice versa. And so I like that because again, I think it feels conversational. Um, and obviously this one was really, really funny. They did such a good job. But I also think because like she was like, oh, is your question this? And then she would like read it. I was I was more inclined to like listen. Like I remember tangibly when she was talking about the carbon offset. I remember the numbers, mm-hmm. but like oh, but such a talking point. Yeah, and in any other ad, if she had just mentioned that normally, like as a talking point, I don't know if I would have like that would have been a takeaway, but because everything was phrased in the form of a question that I was excited to see what Charlie was responding to, I think it caught my attention more and I was listening. Mm-hmm. No, really well done. I think we still have a little bit left in so good um and the music on the in in the out i'm sure you noticed that is the every episode that they have that's the music so, again i think feels like con- you're i'm so familiar with that sound like at the beginning and the end of the actual their actual tv episodes i do think that fits in there yeah it, it still fits it is a good marker though that this is yes. still in there 
and it's ending. But I'm less upset with it because it doesn't feel like an ad yep. much because it feels like more content. And so as long as the ad quality either matches or supersedes the regular content quality, it's not going to get skipped yeah. as much. And they've set the precedent for doing ads like that. I, I feel like probably their audience listens to it more often than not. So yeah, well awesome. done. I say 10 out of 10. I say 11 out of 10. Um, the last thing I'll say is, again, going back to the testimonial, I think Charlie did a really good job. Being like, oh, I'm going to go put my Viore on now. And this naturally, I really felt like he actually wears them, which I think was another really good thing that they did. Um, all I'm, right. I'm going to give it an 8.5 or 9. 8.5? Here's why. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. So I think even though they, it was very, not scripted, but felt like they had a plan of how they were going to talk in their talking points. There is just a slight tone of like, this isn't fully organic. Mm. There is, there is an objective. They are trying to hit these certain points, or at least she was, where she was like, okay, let's get this back on track. We need to talk about the carbon offset, et cetera. And she brings it back to that. I think that could have been a slightly more organic okay. to okay. it. Just slightly. So 8.49, the best one so far. Okay. Okay. I think right. It's up there. All right. Let's run through the next couple yep. as you had. All right. So this is going to be, which ad is this? This is Factor. So here we go. Pots and pans and the, the cooking supplies. What, what are things that... Yeah, I don't use cooking supplies because I use Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. I pop in one of their fresh, never-frozen entrees into the microwave, and I have a delicious, well-proportioned meal ready in two minutes. So there's no cleanup afterwards. I'm just done. I just fridge, Wait, microwave... What? recycling that's so you're not using like an on-air fryer or anything like that you're not using a deep fryer you're not deep frying a turkey you're not going to the grocery <laughs> store you're not doing any of this you're not shopping yeah i only have so much free time so i figure why should i waste any of it you know like shopping chopping prepping cleaning um that's why i personally love factor especially in the summer because you know in the summer my schedule gets real busy this is great okay so you guys have convinced me uh i'm never cooking again and uh glenn let's join factor and uh, let's leave this kitchen and dish stress behind us. If you head to factormeals.com slash sunny40 and use the code sunny40 to get 40% off your first box. Yep, that's code sunny40 at factormeals.com slash sunny40 to get 40% off your first box. You. I'll, I'll, I'll start. I feel like whenever I hear an ad about anything food related, immediately I want to hear what it tastes like. I want to hear that you cooked one of the meals mm. or, or something just like pull me into an actual experience that you that's had. probably the only thing they did exactly i was like tell me about that chicken penne or whatever you had and and that how good it was compared to something that you might have made or whatever just pull me into the flavor because meal prep programs are great for convenience but talk about yeah, yeah. tell me that i need to know that. no that's so such a good point because i was thinking they did a really good job again i think all the things really good. There was three, three of them. It was, it was Charlie. So, um, and, um, Dennis, who is Glenn in the show or Dennis in the show. Glenn is his name, but, um, three also, they did a great job, but you're right. That was the only thing they didn't say. They really focused on convenience. And I would be interested. Obviously convenience is huge for subscription boxes, but I do think to your point, it's like, if I'm going to get a meal plan, I've already expected it to be convenient. Like, tell me why you are different from a flavor or a health or a, you know, whatever perspective than all of the other ones. And I didn't get that. Yeah. And and forgive me if I'm wrong, because I could be incorrect. I believe Factor is owned by parent company HelloFresh. I don't know. I believe. I, I may very yeah. well be wrong on that. If I'm wrong, cut this from the episode. Uh -huh. uh, you know, obviously, both of them are serving a convenience factor. But talk about 
more than that, separate yourself from the other meal delivery services. Confirming you're right. HelloFresh does own factor. Okay, brilliant. I was like, I'm pretty sure. That, yeah. So ultimately, like, differentiate yourself from every other brand that's similar to yours. And the meal delivery service platform as a whole genre is a very big advertiser in podcast advertising. So you do need to stand up. There is HelloFresh. There is DoorDash. There is all these other brands that are talking about shipping food to your doors. Yeah. Did they say anything about it being healthy? I want to know. Just talked about the cleanup. I thought that was really good. Talk, mentioned recycling. They overemphasized, I think, the convenience of the product, which yeah. I do think is important. But I, I think Factor has done that differentiates itself from HelloFresh is that you're not really making the food itself. It's already pre-made for you. Very true. It's, it is, I guess, the convenience factor, but it it's also typically what Factor I've seen advertised on are health fitness performance based yeah so, it's all health that's that's all, what i thought it was it's like yeah high performance people that want easy to go healthy meals yeah like yeah. your your gym bro that is also trying yep. to run a company and they have no i have a gym bro friend who uses who buys that exactly um and i'm on their website and you're right they they have a lot of really great healthy stuff that looks like it's like minimal ingredients and i'm literally looking at the transcript of the ad they didn't mention the taste or flavor yeah. of it and, and perhaps this is where there may not have been a perfect and mm. a perfect show brand fit. Yep. Where maybe the host of this None show, of them were gym rats. If you were to listen to a factor ad on a different podcast that is targeted towards a health and fitness audience, you might get a very different type of ad wow. on both factors. So. Okay. so my last thought on here, because as you said that about the content to the ad and, and how it fits, it's, um, you don't you watch the show, so you wouldn't know. But one of the characters, if anybody's listening to that has watched, is uh, is Mac. And he's like a big gym bro. And Mac did this whole thing where it was like, he he won this bet. He gained 100 pounds and lost 100 pounds in like two months. Like it was this crazy fucking thing. And he's like completely ripped. Um, So I actually am really surprised that he wasn't the one that did this ad read because I think that would be a great segue to content and ad because he is that person. Charlie and Dennis are not, but Mac, he did that whole, had that whole weight loss thing. So that's really interesting. What would you give this out of 10? Just because they didn't talk about, yep. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I think they I wasn't have- hooked a much better personal endorsement it's still a good ad like like they said their ums and ahs yeah. or that they didn't give talk once they hit everything that they were supposed to hit i think they just missed out on deepening yep. the you said a seven yeah i think okay a seven yeah i mean i really did like the beginning where like they were sort of talking about the pots and pans and she said well i don't cook anymore and like yeah. i thought that was really great and again if she did just talked about the interesting recipes would have been perfect but i did think she did a good segue and, and to give credit where credit's due like these are celebrities yeah. are hosting a podcast they probably do not have the time to do a lot of cooking on their own likely so it's convenience is important convenience so is maybe important it is more authentic them, but for their audience yep. that's the question their audience is not them yep very true all right last one we've got huel again on the always sunny podcast Huel, you ever used Huel before? No, I Huel, my boyfriend actually uses it. He really likes it. So, like protein shakes, easy meal replacements. Um, let's give it a listen. Hey, you guys know what happened to me the other day? Uh, you guys ever been on the go and you know just not had time for like a full meal? Yes. That ever happened to you? Is that ever happened to you? Yeah, that's like yeah. an extremely common occurrence. That's why I'm glad that uh, we're supported by Huel today, because okay? it helped me out in a pinch, you know. And it's an easy and delicious way to get a healthy meal when I can't slow down to eat. Right. That's because uh, with Huel, you don't eat; you drink. 
Huel Black Edition is a high-protein, nutritionally complete meal in a convenient shake. That means it has everything your body needs in two scoops, including 27 vitamins and minerals and 40 grams of protein. That's right. And Huel Black is vegan, gluten-free, lactose-free. It's got no GMOs, palm oil, or artificial sweeteners. You know, plus it comes in delicious flavors that taste like cake. Oh, man, cake. I had so much cake over the holidays. Let them drink cake. Let them have their cake and drink it, too. Mm. Yeah, or just drink the Huel because that's all your body needs. Go to Huel.com slash Sunny to get a free T-shirt and shaker with your order. That's H-U-E-L dot com slash Sunny and get a free shirt and shaker with your order. Go to TurboTax and don't do... What do you think? It was good. Yeah. I like that one more than I like the fact that yeah. one, frankly, because it felt like it was a bit more of a real experience that they've had with the product and with the brand and the flavors. They even talk about the flavor of cake and they go on this whole little banter riff about them, let them drink cake. Yeah. Et cetera. And, and I thought that was a clever little witty incorporation of humor into it. Again, they do. Overall, what I've loved about these ads is that it is content. It is something that you could listen to even if you don't care about the product and you're still going to say, you know what? I didn't waste my time listening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You had a fun time. So overall on that category, great job. Always Sunny Podcast. I love that. Yeah. Again, free house. That that can be really difficult. I think they did a great job at highlighting. I mean, obviously this one was focused on the Black Edition. That is the one Hugh uses. And so I know about it. It's the vegan, it's the high protein, low sort of carb one. And I think they did a great job of highlighting all the benefits. Again, Dennis, who was the one, the first one talking, he did do a pretty good intro. Of, you know, you guys don't happen to me the other day. I didn't have a full meal, and that's why yada yada. I like you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was great. It was a pretty short one. Um, it was short. Yeah, that was a big, big thing that I noticed was that it felt like it went by, and they just kind of hammered the couple yep. cupping points and got. Was it as much commentary, conversational yeah. like the other ones have been? Um, again, nothing about taste. I don't think. I mean, this is different. It is no, a protein shake. Okay, it's that, that they the taste like cake. Okay. I don't even know if they were saying that they had the one that tasted like cake. They didn't talk about how much they liked yep, the taste. Yep. They mm-hmm. talked about the fact that there was a flavor yep. that was cake, which is two different ways to talk. Two about different that. things. Yeah. No, I do think they could have mentioned. I mean, I know people really like the taste of it. And that's obviously like everybody knows they should be drinking protein or it'd be easy to replace something. But a lot of them suck. They taste like they're chalky, whatever. So I think it would have been good for them to talk a little bit more about the taste and sort of bring them in. But again, focused on convenience, I think despite the fact that it was shorter than some of the other ones. I mean, th- they did a good job of hammering it out and making it quick. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What What's the score? Uh, I'm going to give it a slightly more than the factor ad. Okay. I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7.5. Just half a point. You hit. If I was being real kind, 8. But An 7.5. Eight. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, awesome. Well, those are the three ads we've got for you today. Any last minute thoughts, Adam? I think overall, if you're a brand and you're advertising on the Always Sunny podcast, you're probably not going to be upset any of the ads all three of these today even though two of them i think think were slightly less quality than the first one they were all fine i would never complain about any of these yes yeah they're all good enough for for me awesome all right well thanks everybody for listening um again tune in next week we've got some other fun stuff coming on um and then adam you're gonna be next time next episode you'll be back in calgary yeah i'll be back hopefully survive new york i uh, we have some wildfires that are brewing up where i yep. live now so we sent them down to you guys here in New yeah. York. I just missed them, and I'm going to go back to my own fire when oh I get that. Oh, my gosh. Well, so what is going on in our world right yeah, now? Yeah, crazy. Stay safe. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. Take care.